Welcome in, friend. This is 500 Seconds to Joy, and I'm your host, Stephanie. This is a podcast for the busy mom who needs a little extra joy in her day. I will chat with you for just a few minutes and share some encouraging words and biblical truth. I also have fabulous guests who are sure to inspire you and remind you that you matter and you were created for a divine purpose. Get ready to be encouraged, lovely friend, and soak in the words to the song you're about to hear. It was composed by Crystal and Bobby from Flow Up May it speak to your sweet mama heart. Enjoy. to take a breath now, a sweet moment for you. And it's time to acknowledge all the things that you do. Oh, mama, don't you worry about the girls and the boys. It's time to take a break with 500 seconds to join. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. This is episode 67. I am talking with grief coach Christina Reisinger, and she is an incredible woman of faith. Just a warning, though, we are talking about the loss of her daughter. So if that is triggering for you, please don't listen to this episode and reach out to Christina. Go to her website, Christina Reisinger. Dot com. I'll link it in the show notes. And if you need someone to walk with you through your grief of losing a child or a parent or some loved one, and you need some extra support, reach out to Christina. She is an incredible, incredible woman. She really is. And in this episode today, you might be wondering, why are we talking about loss? And we're talking about hope in the midst of loss, how we can cling to God in the midst of loss. And what does that have to do with joy? Well, it actually has everything to do with joy because true joy, as we read in the Bible, comes from God. It does not come from our circumstances. So Christina is able to still experience joy in her life after losing her daughter over three years ago, about three and a half years, I believe. And um, she'll talk about it more in the interview. But um, I just want to remind you that whatever you're going through right now, friend, there is hope amidst whatever hard thing you are walking through. It might not be the loss of someone. It might be the loss of a job, the loss of a dream. It might be just the stress from what's going on in the world right now, just the loss of control that we're all feeling. So I just really want you to listen into the wisdom that Christina shares with us today and how she really points everything back to God because that's the only way we can find true joy, true peace, true hope is in Christ. So I hope you are uplifted in hearing Christina's story and knowing that God will bring hope out of any circumstance. Thank you so much for being here. And here's my conversation with Christina. Welcome to the podcast, Christina. I'm happy to have you. Thank you, Stephanie. It's great to be here. Yes, I'm excited to have you. So Christina is a grief coach and you have an incredible personal story and just the way you cling to hope in the midst of loss is just so inspiring to me. And I know that everybody listening is going to be so inspired and just know that 
that God is here in this place. So I'm really excited for people to hear from you and just how we can cling to hope amidst loss. Um, So could you start by introducing yourself and sharing about your ministry and the personal story about why you became a grief coach? Yeah, sure. So, um, well, first of all, I'm Christina Reisinger and I am a grief coach and no, that was not what I had set out to do uh, originally. Um, In 2016, in January, uh, my husband and I had our fourth child and um, her name was, or her name is Isabella. And Isabella was born with something called trisomy 18 and her condition was considered incompatible with life. So we had been given um, the option to terminate the pregnancy, which was not something my husband or I even considered. Um, So, but with that, we went month to month um, being told that, you know, the pregnancy may not last and we could lose her at any time. Um, And even being wheeled back into um, OR to have my C-section with her, uh, the neonatologist told me that I knew she would probably not be born alive. Um, so anyway, she was born alive and we um, had Isabella in the NICU for five and a half months. She had a couple of surgeries and, you know, the whole time they were really uh, just not extremely positive about her life expectancy. I mean, we had a lot of times where, um, we just, we weren't really sure. Um, a lot of the medical staff was sure that she would not live. And then we were able to bring her home for about five months in, uh, on December 16th, just before Christmas, uh, Isabella did end up passing away. Um, not the 16th. I apologize. It was 2016. Um, she actually passed away on the 17th and, um, you know, it was very difficult for the uh, first year or two for me, especially I was very angry. I was, you know, had all the woulda, coulda, shouldas. Um, somebody had even suggested that I would help people. And I said, well, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. I just want my child back. And fast forward to May of 2019. Um, I had started uh, a blog just after she passed away and took a lot of the blog uh, articles and put them into a book and launched my book in May of uh, 2019 and then decided that I wanted to become a uh, grief coach. So I was certified as a grief coach. Um, and then we are here just a year later and um, I'm working to help people journey through their own grief that's unique and let them know that they're not alone, um, that there is hope. Uh, after we lose and after we go through terrible circumstances. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of the gist of it. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, I'm so sorry for your loss. And I just, I'm so amazed at how you've taken something that is just unimaginable, something that is just so painful. and, And now you are helping other people go through their own painful circumstances. I mean, like I said, God is here and God has his hand all over this because I mean, this is not something that you can do apart from God. 
wouldn't you say? I mean, is that, do you think your faith is, is what has saved you and been able to help you stay hopeful and be able to smile and laugh again amidst this immense loss? Definitely. Um, like I said, the, the first couple of years were pretty hard. I never, I never blamed God or got angry at God like a lot of uh, people that I speak to do. Um, but I did question a lot of the, um, you know, why didn't you save her? Because I, I very much knew that he um, creates miracles and, you know, that's what it would have taken for her to be here. And I didn't want her just to live. I wanted her to thrive. And, and I knew that he was more than capable of doing it, but I didn't understand why he didn't. And, um, you know, it never ended up to where, like I said, I was, I was angry or or mad at him. Um, you know, but my husband and I did go through some things because we grieved differently. And just finally, um, after a couple of years, you know, I started thinking, you know, I'm not in control. And and this is something my husband helped me kind of talk out as well, you know, because I would ask questions like, well, why did God take her? You know, I don't understand. And he said, well, you know, even if, if you get to heaven, and, you know, you got to be okay. God might not tell you why. And it's okay. And I started thinking about that. And I was like, well, you know, I guess if I'm in heaven and I'm with her, I probably won't care why at that point. And, um, you know, people come to me all the time and they're like, well, you know, it's only been three and a half years. I don't know how you do it because there are people that are 10 plus years out that um, are still struggling big time. And I say, the only reason, not just one of the reasons, but the only reason I'm able to do this is because God has given me his peace, the peace Mm -hmm. that surpasses all understanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And are there certain Bible verses? I mean, the Bible talks about peace a lot. And are there certain Bible verses you have personally clung to on the hard days Mm-hmm. that have been like an anchor for you definitely um so <laughs> what's funny is it doesn't have uh the word peace in it necessarily but um you know it took me a while to understand this concept of promises that are in the bible you know i had always heard that uh you know the bible had promises but you know the bible bible is full of god's promises and we just have to recognize them. And the one that, that has been with me, even when we were in the NICU, you know, when I couldn't hold her and she was hooked up to so many machines and, you know, we were just, we were praying to just hold her and bring her home. And then after she passed away, and then even now on those days, like Mother's Day is super hard. And, you know, the days that I feel like I'm going to fall on my knees and just, all I say is, God, I miss her. But the one verse that has stood out to me is Psalms, I think it's 27, 13 and 14. And it said, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I will wait upon the Lord. And, and, and that, that's paraphrasing it. That's not exactly the the verse, but um, the key point in that is his promise. He says that we're going to see his goodness here on earth. You know, he's good. uh, Heaven is perfect. You know, and of course we're going to see goodness in heaven, but he promises us that we're going to see goodness here on earth. And that is what 
got me through then and it is what gets me through um, now uh, during any kind of circumstances and it is the main go-to verse that I share with people when they're struggling. Mm -hmm. It's so true. Yeah. When we can cling to that promise and believe that God is good, it does shift our perspective um, no matter what hard thing we're journeying through and, and what you've journeyed through is hard. And, you know, maybe someone listening hasn't lost a child or maybe they have, um, but maybe they've lost a parent. Maybe they're in the process of losing someone very close to them, you know, cancer or some other illness or just some sort of immense loss in their life. Um, what would you say to that listener to encourage them and to just help them cling to this hope that, that God will provide us? How could you encourage that listener today? Uh, the first thing I would say is um, make sure that um, you know that you have given all the forgiveness possible and that you have forgiven yourself. Um, you know, whether that person is, is here still going through something or whether they're um, already gone, uh, there's a lot of guilt and sorrow that uh, covers loss. And um, so forgiveness is extremely important to help you uh, move forward. Uh, I would also say that um, you have to be willing to receive God's peace. And God's peace is not like our peace. And you and I have uh, spoken about that before as well, is that um, it is not the shiny, happy people, unicorns over the rainbow kind of peace. It is a stillness in, within yourself to help you endure all the things that are going to happen because the Bible doesn't tell us that when we are Christians, you know, we're going to have a perfect life. In fact, it tells us that we are going to endure things, but God is there and he's going to help us learn from it. He's going to help use it for his good and he's going to help walk us through it and move us forward from it. And um, then the last thing is that I would just really encourage anybody listening um, to put, a, uh, put aside petty things, petty arguments, uh, petty, um, you know, just things that are, they're coming up, um, with people that they love and know that we're not promised tomorrow. So, you know, make sure that that person knows how much you love them and forgive, 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 and love. Such good advice. I agree a hundred percent. And I'm just so inspired by your story and how you're able to now use what you've been through for good. I mean, I bet a few years ago, you couldn't even imagine that. And so now you're walking with others who are dealing with their own grief and what a beautiful ministry you have, Christina. And I'm just so grateful that we've gotten connected. And, you know, if someone wants to learn more about your grief coaching and how you support people, um, if they're dealing with their own grief or they know of a friend or family member who could use that support, how can people connect with you after this? Um, so they can go to my website, which is just christinareisinger.com, uh, for the, the coaching. And I also have a podcast called Faith Breathed Hope. And, uh, on the podcast, we share stories of hope and perseverance. And it's 
you know, any kind of grief or, or adversity that comes from life in general, trying to help share stories where people are taking what they have gone through to help other people. Because I believe that A, we heal by helping other people and B, we honor God by helping other people. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. I'm so grateful for you. And Thank you so much for being here. Any last um, little bit of wisdom you want to share with the listeners? Uh, Well, first of all, Stephanie, thank you for having me. And, um, you know, just I would go back to the thing that I said before, just make sure you understand that we are not promised tomorrow. So anything could happen at any day. And it's, it's so important to understand that the people that you love are your priorities and just you know, throw away all those things that don't really matter. Know what matters and and love is what matters. And make sure you kiss your your kids. Make sure you kiss your husband or your wife before you walk out the door. Call your mom, call your dad, you know, say I love you. Make sure they know. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here, Christina. Thank you, Stephanie. I have had a um, good time here. (laughs) Me too. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful to have you here as a part of this community. And if you love listening to these episodes as much as I love sharing them with you, hit subscribe on your podcast app. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe there. That way you know every time a new episode goes live. Thanks for being here, friend. Bye for now.